you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, hello, football fans. Yeah, ready for week seven. We are here in not Studio 66. It's our mobile uh, home here. Your home. Yeah, it's my home. home. It's your home. Yes, we're broadcasting from my living room, or at least I'd like you to believe that uh, we are. We hope you're ready for week seven. We're going to help get you ready Wife for it. Wife decorated the place, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you exactly. like, I like, you like what she display. did with it, though? Yeah. Are those her shoes? I was like, why Why the cleats on the wall? I don't yeah. know, but that's what she wanted. That's anyway, she, this hey. this is not entertaining. You know what they say, happy wife, happy life. Yep. That's why I went that's with exactly. it. That's and why I you, went with it. Do you normally sit around at home wearing these things that you kind of right. gave us? Yeah, when yeah, when we're ga- you know I'm a just, big gamer. Yeah. You know my life is uh, oh, yeah. is gaming. When I'm mm-hmm. not talking football, sure. it's, just, it's just all exactly right. What is it? Mario Kart. War, God of War. God of War. Yeah, I played that's that one. That's a video game. Yep. Call of Duty. Yep. Hey, let's Dave. talk about Lethal football, weapon. shall we? I don't have time for those jive games. It's time to talk about the great game of pro football. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented as always by our pals at Zaxby's home of the famous chicken fingers, wings and salads. salads. Go get you some of those big stuff going on in Nashville, Tennessee. We visited one of the uh, one of the Zaxby's franchises in Nashville and uh, big changes. Just as we foretold, we said, what was it, Eddie Spaghetti? Did I not say that by mid-October, Ryan Tannehill would be the starter in Tennessee? And uh, right on schedule, he Here is now Marcus Zanny Hill, he should call himself. Oh, good idea. I like that. Yeah, nice tie-in But, there. you know, he could yeah. have been Marcus Zariota, too. You well, know, that didn't gonna, work. No, it did not. <laughs> too little, too late. Maybe he should have. <laughs> maybe he should, exactly. Still Money, let's starter. not live life in the rearview mirrors. Let's let's look uh, ahead, shall we? Am I going to Zaxby's? Yeah, of course I, I am. Oh, yeah. When are you going? This weekend, right? Yeah, we get in late Friday, so if there's one close, you know, close by, I'll, uh, I will forego the Charger catering. And, uh, and hit up his Axby's on Friday mm. night. Oh, send us pictures and uh, and make us jealous as all get out. I'm going to pull back the curtain here real quick because 
your whole team of producers is scrambling right now. They're freaking out that I'm trying to get my ears right. We have these new headsets and they're not working at all. And I just oh, they're not like working. Everyone back yeah, there's mine... like, oh, something. Uh, 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 the show has already started. It, it level and it keeps getting really quiet in my ears. And it's just, uh, it's been a bit of a how we doing over there, everybody? Thus far, spaghetti. Speak but, for the um, game. Thumbs up. I'm they've got their thumbs but, yeah. up. But my, if I, if I was sitting back there, I would yeah, have my, my thumb would not be up. Down. I just I'd walk right out. I would uh, walk out of the studio. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, uh, the, the powers that be wanted to make the change to the headsets, so uh, now we're mm. trying to figure out um, who, are, who are the powers that be. Who are you protecting, Eddie? Uh, I, I'm gonna, look, Name I'll, names. It's, Come on, whatever. I, I, you know what? I wanted the change. We'll it was get me. in trouble because I do the I'm, audio. Oh, Eddie, I'm, don't take a bullet for someone else. I'm, they would not do that. For, oh, it's getting See, and worse. Now it's getting quiet it's again. Getting now worse. all of a sudden, everybody's turned down our volume. It's got worse. Whomever the powers that be are, may the, no. I was gonna say something. I'll we just say, are uh, may, may their deodorant cake and their armpits itch for the rest of the day. There you go. That's, a, that's all I want to wish upon them. I wonder if somebody <laughs> wished a pox on me because let me just tell you, I, I I hate to pat myself on the back, but I am a trooper. Not unlike Michael Jordan back in what was that '97 in the in Utah when he went out there with the flu with the and flu, played, yeah, the flu the game. flu game. Damashek nay the entire home felled by the stomach flu. Roundabout Monday night, I thought it might have something to do with Trey Flowers. And so why are you here? Round. Why are you, you here us right to now? Your house, because I'm done. I'm clean now. BS, you're clean. I'm, I'm worried about Eddie Spaghetti, who was with me on Monday, but uh, by the doctor's account, he does look a little. He peaky. does look a by little. By the sweaty. doctor's account, though, everybody's free and clear now. We're well past. This is uh, not okay. Wait, it was Monday. Today's this Wednesday. This is not okay. By the way. This you, is a little this, after the show should not be happening. A right little now. after a couple of uh, a couple of phantom calls against Trey Flowers, I took ill, and uh, I'm sorry I ruined your shot, and I'm now out of the frame. But I, I cannot. Don't I am not contagious. Please, hey. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. That's. Yeah, gonna, have you got any wanna, of that? The I antibacterial need some of that stuff. stuff. Yeah. By uh, the way, we're bathed blurry. in blue here today. Uh, all all shades of blue. We're fine. Don't worry. I don't want you guys getting distracted. I am distracted. I am now. distracted too. Stomach flu because it will wreck a house. It wrecks homes. That's what mm -hmm. it does. It, when you have children, it's a vicious circle. You get over it, then your one child gets it, then they get over it, then the next child gets, it. and then it comes back to you two weeks Wait. later, and you're sitting right here. Let me tell you something. I don't like it. I. It is rare when you can be lucid enough. <laughs> To say this, and I said this late last night after the fever had finally broken for everybody. Oh, and it hit fever. everybody. It hit everybody at the exact same time. Oh. I mean, vomiting from the, you know, at, at 3 a.m. How many bathrooms are there in this joint? From the little one. Listen, the little one is, just, the little one's like, oh, I got the, I got the throw up. I got the, what do you want from me? I do too. Go leave me alone. Deal with your own is, business. And you're here. Like, this is, this is not you doing Michael Jordan. I am not you contagious. You don't have to be here today. Eddie could you, have been sitting in contagious. that seat. Hank and I would have still been here. You're not doctors. I'm not. I, I'm not contagious. Nor are anymore. you. Yeah, I know. I, I, I've <laughs> met Quickly, a couple. Though, what's, of that. Funny, what's funny about it is, is all day yesterday. After a while of Dave not responding, he wasn't tweeting either. I was like, Oh no, I'm bothering. I hope something like really terrible hasn't happened. Well, and I did. Finally, and then he finally got back to him that he has a stomach flu. And I was like, Oh, so he's going to be out for the show. Wait a minute. Yesterday. Yeah. This isn't Monday. What? We're not talking about yesterday. Wait, it happened like better? it happened at like midnight. So How it's are way you too close. This is not good at all. <laughs> 
By the way, I'm going to miss Yankee game just now. Because, it's be terrible. because it's full disclosure, I also have a cold, which I picked up on oh. my flight back oh, from no. London. Oh, no. And my throat is gone. And I am I'm the a meat of up. this sickened but sandwich. I'm no, but I have not vomited for at least 36 hours. Now we can look forward to fans of the Chargers when they tune in to the radio and listen to Matt Money Smith's this call. Matt Money Smith. He will be the Michael Jordan of Sunday's game True. from Tennessee. You're not going to get anything from me. Maybe Handsome's uh, cold. I no, can't promise you. Don't try and lay on this that. on me. I'm. I'm fine, but you you are I just broke off half of a protein bar and I was eating it, putting it in my mouth with my hands and not oh son of a gun. But I let me tell you something. It's interesting. Or I I found it uh, interesting that at the end of it, I could pronounce yesterday to be one of the five worst days of my life. My entire life oh was, was yesterday. This is what we've all got to look forward to and on you're Thursday. Here. And you're here. That's right. Like well, you're I mean, here well, right Dave, now. That, it's irresponsible. I'm not Jalen Ramsey. I have the bad backer. No, I'm playing, coach. You know? Do we have any of those uh, masks yeah, that like the folks walk around right, with? The show is off the rails. Swine flu mask for me. We're already off I'm the rails here. This is Let's horrible. Let's can I just quickly, can I put a button on this? You may. Do yourself a favor. And and look, I appreciate it. We uh, Here in America, we like to work. We It, it is part of our identity. We do? If you are, <laughs> if you are felled by a sickness, don't go to work. Just right. stay. Just take that extra day. Stay home that one extra day, just to make sure you don't I, wreck the rest of the I, workforce. I'm take a day. I am one hundred percent with you, money. But I have been assured by medical professionals that I'm not in your house. When did, hang on. When did you see a medical? If the you danger, spend the whole day vomiting, but what about me and Cole right on Monday? The now, that's another story. I didn't know that so I was sick. Like, I didn't know. That's when I was contagious was before it kicked in. The people I'm worried about are Eddie Spaghetti. Now he's here. But when did Cole you Wright. see a doctor? Doctor came over. It's a brand the new. The doctor had to come to your house. Well, we couldn't drive to the doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. You couldn't last 10 minutes without oh, no. Oh, no, no, purging no. yourself. No. No, the doctor came over. And, uh, this and what the, did he say or she say? He said, you're not contagious anymore. You're not contagious at this point. Just now you. All of us, yeah. What is the state of the Damashek family as of, at this moment, 11.08 a.m., Wednesday, October 16th? Is Spry, ev- feeling everybody, good, feeling lucky to be alive. Who the was board. the last one to um, explode from either end? I think it was probably me. <laughs> oh, no. But that, But I... I haven't listen. Can we move on? I, I but one more thing. <laughs> I'm just, interested in this. Just to make you feel better, I have not purged since about 9 a.m. Tuesday. Today. No, no, I wouldn't be here if I was uh, Tuesday. 9 a.m. Tuesday. 9 a.m. Tuesday. <laughs> so what did you do? So did you sit around and watch a movie together? What did the family do yesterday? It's probably a bit sweaty. Mm-hmm. What? How did you spend the day together? Lazing about, and, and with uh, you know, just. Uh, that it, it's you feel terrible because the little ones feel terrible. Yeah, and they they're kind of sweet then though, aren't they? Yeah, but no, not really when you also are sick. Like, right. Dad, what about like I don't have time for nonsense. I'm sick too, kid. Deal with your own business, you know. <laughs> Deal with your own business. <laughs> See me? I'm not feeling good either. All right, let's let's get into pro football. Sorry, oh, boy, I got the headsets. I got the flu. It's an inauspicious start to the DDFP today, that's for sure. Let's jump into, because it is time now for Fresh Takes, presented as always by Zaxby's. Again, you know what I'm going to say. 
the home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. Salads. And <laughs> big trades, a couple of big trades went down on Tuesday. I wasn't aware of them legitimately until this morning because really? the aforementioned mm. uh, plague that struck my home. But now I'm Knocked the power out. out. I couldn't check the internet. That's right. <laughs> no, that's I got, dark. I did try to deal. Spaghetti mentioned that we were texting a little bit and during the day. I did it for about four minutes and got so nauseated that I just I looking just at your it. phone. Just looking at yeah, you know, oh, looking money. at I, I just couldn't handle what it. What day do you fly? Friday. Oh, you could that's I nothing would worse never, than being like I that. Would on never a plane. intentionally jeopardize your health. Eddie Spaghetti's the one who's gonna go down and go down soon. After you hosted him at, at, at Dignity Health Field, I did not host him. you're gonna I lose your it, dignity I, and health I, I need to on a make plane it with the charges. Clear, I did not host Dave. Let's get into it. The question, <laughs> our fresh take for <laughs> that is, today. That is an important clarification <laughs> to make. I did not host him. Which okay. preseason Super Bowl pick or playoff uh, a playoff contender that a lot of people the majority of uh, experts would have said this team has a chance to win its division and therefore be a super bowl contender now in relatively dire straits which one of these teams if any can get back on track and let's start with the team that just acquired perhaps the best shutdown corner in pro football, at least uh, I think he was considered that going into the 2019 season. Jalen Ramsey, now of the L.A. Rams. The Rams sitting now behind two teams, which I say is a real problem for them, both with uh, with a loss to both of those teams ahead of them, the 49ers and Seahawks. Can the Rams get back into this thing? Money, I start with you. I, I don't know if you've flashed all four teams on the screen for those watching it, um, but based on this, this quartet, that would be the only one. Okay, uh, I'll, that, I'll, I'll read them off. Rams, Falcons, Chargers, Steelers, if you want to throw anyone else into that mix who people seemed high on. I'll abstain from the Charger talk, but as far as uh, I think the Rams, just because their schedule gets very favorable here, um, you know, it's Falcons uh, and Bengals are their next two. Love the acquisition of Peters. Uh, I still, I mean, if I, look, if I had to pick any, I'd pick none. I don't think any of them, but... You don't the, think the Rams? Yeah, it depends. No. What, what depends? What can getting steal back a wild on card here? Not with that offensive line. Nope. Not with the way Jared Goff has been playing behind that offensive line. Not with a lack of a running game that Sean McVay's you know fancy offense was predicated on upon being successful to then get his passing game successful. I think we're seeing a major issue for this team because um, it's been a precipitous drop for Andrew Whitworth. Jared Goff looks terrible when he's moved off his spot. I mean, he's typically an accurate quarterback. He's been one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks. What we saw against the Niners, I think, is just disastrous um, if they can't get that front five figured out in front of them and they got to keep running two tight ends um, and Goff just doesn't look comfortable. I agree. I mean, it depends what you mean by back on track. I think that the Rams I mean, can get back I into mean, a conversation, back into the conversation in December. But not Super Bowl. In December, I'm not talking about I'm, that. I'm talking about it, do they reach January? No, none of these teams will reach January. Well, Falcons hosting the Rams. We'll get into that one with the red challenge flag picks coming up. The Chargers traveling out to Tennessee. The thing that really it feels to me, I don't, I, I, I'm off the top of my head, I can't cite. Um, a number of examples of this, but it feels to me like in 2019 that these Titans and even going back to last year, the, the thing with them is they win games that they shouldn't and they lose games that they shouldn't. And hosting the chargers, I bet you the majority of people will be saying, 
oh, the Chargers, they have to right the ship here now. They're a Super Bowl contender. They have to go into Nashville and take care of business. This is the kind of game that the Titans could conceivably win, especially as banged up in the brand that is the Chargers and what we know them to be, and a team that a lot of people going into Foxborough in the divisional round a year ago said they have a, they might be the, the one team in the AFC that can dethrone these Patriots and so on. They're in tatters. Again, the football gods are just wreaking havoc on poor Phil Rivers, not taking 17 down, but all the pieces around him. You saw that again on Sunday night. The Steelers, I will say about them that, uh, and tying it back to the Trey Flowers call, the bad calls, and this, these are, these are um, there are two examples now with the officiating, and, and to go back to uh, unfortunately recurring theme in 2019, Minshew mania or whatever other storyline you want to talk about, all take a back seat so far this year to the officiating. It stinks that six weeks into the NFL season, the number one storyline you would probably have to say is the lousy officiating and its yeah, impact yeah, on not, games. I'm not with you on that. Really? No, I just think, look, I think we live, and I'm not trying to make some grand statement here. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying I think based – we. We consume football on TV more than ever now, and the advancements in technology make that viewing experience one in which we are constantly second-guessing a group of individuals that don't have the tools that we have. We have one 150th per second frame-by-frame look at these four blades of glass between grass between a completion. Like, I get it. I totally get that. Illegal hands to the face in real time from an umpire when you see a hand right next to a face and Bakhtiari kicking his head back. Do I is, is it the right call? No, but can I get – do I understand it? Yeah. And now we have, instead of just a handful of sports radio outlets and columnists and letters to the sports page – social media where everyone goes to bitch and moan about their team losing and why they lost. And I'm over it. I'm totally over it. Yes. Good for you. I I, listen. I sincerely, if you can look past that, but legitimately the, the answer to what you're saying is bridge the gap. Then it's ridiculous that. Yeah. My thing is stop showing it. No, no, no. And, and, and Don't stop showing and it. That's Show the, it to the guys who can change the but, call but on the field. But then you have to do that every single play. I Every I, single play, you're going to be able you to don't find think, a hole. You don't think that, that uh, well, eyes in the sky can be saying to the official, that's a bad call, you should reverse that in the moment. The problem is, is that when it goes to New York, it still is getting uh, – that's where it really is bad. Is so, when they send it up to New York to take a look at it, they're still getting the calls wrong. That's what's crazy about it. And I think it. it's because in New York they're saying, if we do this, we have to do this for every play. That is the issue. Every is single that- play has to be officiated this way. Shaquille O'Neal is fouled on every play. You can't call it every play. There is holding on every play. You can't call it on what every play. What there is is P.I. on every play. There's and P.I. on to- every play. What? Here's what I would do. One, and, and I don't want to take credit for this. We had a conversation on the radio show with Mike Pereira yesterday, and he and he was bringing up the points in the way I asked him the question was me leading him to my position, and he agreed, but I think they're all his points. One, penalties are too punitive. you got to stop with the 10, 10 yards for holding. I've it's, been saying that for a so, decade exa- now. And, yes. I th- and I think everybody has. Right. It's like it's the dumbest thing. Illegal hands to the face, a new set of downs, you get an automatic first down for that? Right. No, stop. P.I., you can't do spot falls anymore. Do the college 15 yards unless it is egregious and you tackle a guy, then it can be a spot I agree foul. I with that this completely. Like, that's how you fix it. You don't fix it 
by going to Twitter and just getting this Twitter mob, which, by the way, is not real life. Twitter is not real life. That's not how things happen. You don't legislate via social media. You air your frustrations. Everyone overreacts. And 18 hours later, we're on to the next thing. I hate it. What has to happen is adjusting penalties and somehow accepting that the technology that we have in our living rooms is not what the officials have. It's not but even you close. Under, but you can see the irony in that, that we schnooks sitting in front of our TV are better informed than the people that are officiating the game standing yes. on the field. That's there's logo. No way, there's and no way to correct that gap is, feels to me like a, a necessity and one that's absolutely a, 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 reali- a, a realistic goal to but, achieve, to, that you could be that you should be able to figure out how to wire in from on high from the eye in the sky and say that's a bad call, reverse that. But, David, the, the other issue is is completely at odds with the league's uh, – like, first of all, yes, it has to be fixed, and I think some of the ideas that money has there are, are fantastic ones. But it's at odds with the league's other goal of making the games more watchable, shorter, more accessible to younger fans. It is exhausting Every three plays, spending three minutes looking, you know, speaking while they looking at officials talking to each other while they talk to someone in New York who gives them ultimately something which may or may not be the right answer. That is a terrible viewing experience, and it's I completely it, it, agree it, with it, that. People aren't going to stick with that. I think people need. So to... if you give them the the technology, it just encourages even more of that. Right. Stuff. I think there's a way to streamline that. That is my point. It doesn't have but to. But what be do you do about clunky. missed calls? Well, that's my issue that's with what 2019. I mean. so like now, what do we do? The, the overcorrection is the issue this season that it all sorts of – the snowball starts with the missed call uh, in the Rams-Saints title game right. last year, and that was a missed call. This year, there are two I can point to off the top of my head because they impact the standings significantly at this point. One, the Lions should be – by percentage points in first place right now. They should have won that game in Detroit, if not for the hands to the face against Trey Flowers. They'd be 3-1-1. One, and one, and the one in Green Bay, this last one. In Green Bay. They would, have been, they, would, they would now be percentage points ahead of the Vikings and Packers, and it's just in, in a rugged division. It's going to be hard to ever to, for them to overcome a road win that they should have had that was taken away from them. Do we really believe that they would have definitely that's, won and, that and that's game? That's the other thing, too. Yeah. I, don't, I, people are conflating sure. that. I don't, I'm not sure I, I necessarily that buy two, that one. They kicked Lamar, five field goals. Right. I and mean, Lamar, it's like, fair. Sc- score one more touchdown. Lamar Jackson, the roughing the passer in Heinz Field, were it not for that missed, I mean, a, a, a flag thrown that shouldn't have been but thrown. But that's a subjective call. Like, now if you have a sky judge that tells a referee, hey, that's not roughing the passer, and the, and the referee on the field's like, yeah, it is. It, like, that's now a subjective call that you're going to have a debate. That doesn't happen like that. Like, like, there's seven, does, there's let's seven just do minutes, an American so. Idol style. Everybody votes in real time. So, you have 15 yeah. seconds, America. I mean, that's what I mean. Everybody in. thinks there's like an e- there is no easy fix. I think the best fix is stop. Just stop. Here's the other subject I wanted to talk about in Fresh Takes is what do we make about uh, – I was there on Sunday night and uh, had, a, had a ball and great thanks to the fellas over there with the Los Angeles Chargers for showing my 10-year-old boy. Um, Not money. I, that we, we had a we, – uh, my 10-year-old Jean-Claude Van Damaschek had the time of his life. Good. Um, getting down on the sidelines, it was heaven. Then we went up to the seats, and, I mean, I knew it was going to be Steelers heavy, but it was legit 80% Steelers fans. And then this led to a lot of people around the country saying, see, 
L.A. can't have football or they put the wrong teams there or whatever. And I happened to catch you and uh, Petros, uh, Matt Money Smith, of course. I didn't say it at the top, but uh, make sure you listen to uh, some of some of the best insights you'll hear in sports radio on the Petros and Money Show. Track it down on iHeartRadio. Um, and I, I feel like it's on. I heard you guys talking about it on Monday. Um, and I feel like it's a little unfair as usual to L.A. as a sports town. There was no NFL football here for two decades. A quarter century. So, of course, people went in other directions and Final latched teams. onto other teams. Never mind the fact, I'm not, I'm not ignoring the fact that a lot of people, it's a transient city, and so people moved to Los Angeles with their preceding loyalties. So those things combine to make it as the, uh, and here's the other thing, this is not Charlotte or Las Vegas or sort of a burgeoning sports town that is validated by getting a major sports franchise placed into it. This is Los Angeles, the second biggest market in the country. And beyond that, I, I feel like it's unfair to L.A. on this level. I went to, in January of 2006, I went to the Steelers at Broncos title game in Denver, one of the great fan bases, uh, allegedly, and deser- well, deservedly, in Denver. And that place was at least 20%. This was the title game for the Super Bowl. And that place was at least 20% Pittsburgh. How many Dallas fans were at the Jets game on Sunday? It's... Uh, a certain percentage of those people are going to inhabit. There are certain fan bases that are going to override local loyalties. And never, and, and that is with those with the Jets having never left town, let alone for two decades. So I think that this all writes itself to some degree by 2020, once they move into the fancy stadium and, and uh, much, uh, you know, a, a higher percentage of season tickets are sold for both the Rams and Chargers. But that will always be a phenomenon, not unlike you saw in New York City this weekend with the Cowboys. There are certain fan bases that travel, and people get sideways with the literal travel thing. It's not as though the people in the stands in Carson, California, were all Pittsburgh residents at one time or another. I heard a lot of, let's go Steelers, let's go. Well, that is not something that ever happens in Hinesfield. Those are Angelinos taking their chance and applying them to Pittsburgh because the brand has traveled and it's successful and there's a certain percentage of front runners in our society that latch onto the successful teams. Bottom line, I don't think this is a terror. I think it's overstated that this is bad for L.A. or a bad look for the NFL. The seats are filled. It's like, is it a bad look in London when everybody is for, has, when you see a jersey for all 32 teams? No, it's a different experience. So, I, you know, I've got, I've got sort of two ideas. Sorry for this. rambling That's there. Okay. But. So I got two ideas on this. One um, is you kind of already laid that foundation, which is teams are not going to come to Los Angeles to a Laker and a Dodger town and all of a sudden be able to compete for those dollars. Or you USC. Know, it's uh, Yeah, but you know what? It, at least, like USC is, I think USC is more similar to the Rams and the Chargers where when they're good, it's awesome in this town for USC football. When they're not good, people will leave. You know, they'll they'll come and go. The Dodgers and the Lakers, they're going. Whether they're good or they're bad, those places are going to be packed. Those fan bases are rabid. They are, you know, for lack of a better term, um, winning recession-proof. If they're not winning, they're still going to get it. SC's got to win. UCLA basketball has to win. The Chargers have to win. The Rams have to win. And they're going to have to do it at a historic rate if they want to flip allegiances, as you mentioned. Two, I don't know why so many people care. Actually, that's not true. 
I do know why so many people care. Because, and this is going to sound super arrogant, but I can say it because I'm a transplant and I grew up in a major city that's a very proud sports city, the city of Chicago. They love their teams. This is the best city in America, and it's not even close. It's not even close. So all of these people that hold their sporting ties, like Eddie to New York and you to Pittsburgh and me when I first got here to Chicago, we feel the need to puff our chest out. And say, oh, L.A., it's a terrible city because we know how great of a city it is. And it's the one thing that you can try to take a swing at them on. And that's fine. You're going to do it. But guess what? Your city's still not as good as this. It's still the best city. And that's why so many people from so many major places. I don't care about Are people applauding? I, I don't care. Like, I am so tired of New Yorkers at, at Yankee games when they come to play the Angels telling me how bad, and I'll say my city. I've been here for almost 30 years. It's my city. It's where I raise my kids. Hey, F you, leave, because you are still here 20 years later because you know what I know. This is the best place. There is nothing that compares to it. So you want to drag us down and tear us down because you see a Ram stadium that's full of Niner fans and a Charger stadium that's full of Steeler fans? Fine. It's natural because there's so many of you that live here now and won't leave because you know how great That's of a the place twist it, of is. it is. Right. That's what's happened. The so reason what? it it's, happens is our gift is, to right. you. The, the Rams and the Chargers have you. And that's the other part of this that I don't get. Like, if you're a Raider fan and you're like, hey, Chargers, go home. We don't want you here. Why wouldn't you want them here? You get a home Raider game every True. year in your backyard because they're in the division. Of you course, that's the takeaway. Be thankful they're what here. What a treat it is, and a singular one that you really wouldn't experience in most any other sports town. For me, I mean, why? The, uh, there are plenty of Chargers fans. People say there's no Rams fans. Uh, there were 30,000 at the Rams there's game no last year. There's no reason. Right. In the competition for tickets, when, when there is a ticket, a single game ticket available, who's going to win that fight? Me with a once in a half decade or decade to come and see my team play where I live now. Who's going to get that ticket? Right. Or like, I can wait till next week when the Chargers play another right. team. I, of course, the fans who it's only get secondary a, market. Of course. It's 100% secondary. But once the season tickets start to sell, you'll start to yeah. see it diminish a little bit. And I mean, just on on. When it can be good, I went to that Chiefs-Rams um, game on Monday night last year, right. which was moved back from Mexico City because of the state of the field there. It was in the aftermath of the fires that had just taken place. And the shootings. And the shootings. And it, you know, L.A. It went out. And that was one of the best atmospheres I've ever had at an, at an NFL it game. It can happen. It can happen. Yeah. It's not that the people aren't there. To, exactly to your point, if I'm, a, you know, Chargers not doing great right now, if I'm a Steelers fan... I get to see the Steelers in, in my hometown in L.A. once every five, six years. I'm going to go out and do everything I can to get a ticket. And look, I don't have to defend the Rams. There's plenty of people in the media here that feel the need to do that day in and day out. But there are literally millions. Well, maybe not millions, but I would say at least a million. One million 49er fans in Southern California right. based on their dynastic run of the 80s when those people were kids and the Rams or the Raiders weren't their cup of tea. They became Niner fans. So when their team is undefeated and it's a huge game and there's a bunch of tickets available at the Coliseum, you're going to go. You're going to go. To, to think that they're not here is foolish. It's a great NFL market. It's just not necessarily once, a market that's dedicated to the Rams and Chargers right Of course right not. Now. And once you get, and by the way, the Dodgers, as you say, they, they and the Lakers may be kings right now yeah. of Los Angeles. 
when they were about to play game five in the NLDS last week, I didn't walk through the halls and, and be and uh, get stopped by anybody to talk. What do you think is going to happen tonight in more provincial towns where everybody roots for the same team? You cannot take a step without somebody say, well, where are you watching the game tonight? Where are you going to be for this one? It's just not the way it is out here because of the nature of the town and the transience of it and everything else. Handsome, let's move on to something else. I'm curious. Let's get an update on two fan bases, the Giants in just a second. The Dolphins, though, first. I don't think we as a society are talking nearly enough about the best efforts of the Dolphins front office to just blow the season. Why not? And throw out all that high-end young talent in the name of getting Tua, I'm, I, I gather. And they still, a two-point conversion away, they could have blown it. They could have. They, but they didn't, Dave. But they, they didn't. Blown, if they had blown that handsome. The play. If they score that two-point conversion, there you could make a case that is not a big leap to say that then – the skins who are head to head with them. And by the way, the skins will do what Kyler, what the Cardinals did with, with uh, Josh Rosen a year ago. If two is there for them, they will move on from Dwayne Haskins, ship him somewhere else and use that pick. So don't think, well, they already have Haskins. They're 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 not committed. So they're going to do that. That's fine. And then if the Bengals find themselves ahead of them a little bit, then they'll get Justin Herbert, I'm guessing. And then the Dolphins, for all this nonsense, are going to be in the same boat, except that they'll be much poorer uh, in terms of talent than they but were they, before. But the they, it's not, I mean, it's, uh, that's a wonderful little um, scenario you just drummed up, but there's no way the Dolphins aren't going to have the first overall pick. They lost that game. They, they had to replace the starting quarterback who they made a commitment to for the rest of the season a week earlier. They replaced him three quarters into the game with someone who wasn't able to complete a simple screen pass to a guy who then dropped it, who would have been tackled for a loss, even if he had caught it on the two point conversion. And now they've gone back to Ryan Fitzpatrick as the starter 10 days after committing to Josh Rosen for the rest of the season. The Dolphins have no chance of winning a single game this season. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, they have a chance. I mean, well, they have a chance. I mean, there, there is a way. They if could, they didn't they beat they the Redskins, they were two and a half yards from disproving that. That doesn't matter. They didn't. They they did disprove it. If it didn't happen against the Redskins, I don't know where it's going to happen. They play the Bengals in Week 13. Man to man for man. Oh. If you look down that roster, I mean, that's Tank Bowl too. So here's but, here's what I would ask. Like, there are certain games where you can. Two and a half yards short, maybe manufacture something if you want to claim that. But you know what that fan base, what's maybe. I'm left not suggesting, it. by the way, they they meant to not. No, no, no. I know. Them. I'm just saying, like, you really think they can lose games to the Jets? That rivalry. If the yes, Jets, I think they if can. If the Jets start trading away, some Jets, of those. The Jets suddenly lunch. believe that. Like, you think Adam Gase? I mean. If anyone's motivated I know, to prove the Dolphins wrong, but I'm saying, wrong, like, if you, if you, and think he's welcome if, to. if they start to move some pieces, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they did. They have depth on the defensive line. They know they're not going to the playoffs this year. They got to revamp that entire O line. They need talent at the outside, skill positions. Like, I can see them starting to ship off some pieces. That's and fine. That to be they have much to ship more off a lot of pieces to come be. on. You I'm. It's Deadly so serious. hard to lose 16 games, all six. It is very hard. I agree with that. I think that that's it is the very. Line, I, I'm though. with you there, but I don't. All you uh, need is a, not all you need, but if you get a kick return, and then the quarterback on the other team fumbles the ball, and your guy scoops it up, like that's how you win a game. That's how you fluke your way into a victory. 
You saw that with Pittsburgh against but the I think Chargers it, on it's Sunday one, night. Things just went weird, and all of a sudden it was 14 nothing. You're like, what? Oh, the Steelers really might win this game. But is one, I mean, one game is not, you know, one game, fine. You're still in the hunt for two. That's not, they might win one game. They do not have the talent I just think, or I just anything. Think if, I think it would be remarkable. I guess the question is, put it this way. If the football but gods, what have you seen from gods, them? What have you seen from them to suggest that? I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not going to torment myself by right. watching too much Dolphins football. But I, I, I think that the football gods would like for that to happen, so it uh, dissuades anybody yeah. from ever tanking again. I would point. probably trade Kenyon Drake. I would make sure I get him out because he he does have his moments he could, where he, he could looks like a, he, he could, can do some damage. He, could cause problems. He, can, he can carry a drive. I mean, they a sat Savian Howard. Yeah, they sat him. A week after the bye week, after having played the week before with a with an injury, I'd probably which... trade him. <laughs> I'd, just... rather, I'd rather. Again, he's, he could get a piece. He's in the he conversation. You understand how league. insane like, this has gotten? Now, this yes, is of insane. course I do. When Dave, they I'm traded not, Minka, I'm not supportive of this. When they traded Tunsil and then Minka, that was crazy because yes, we understand. By, you're desperate to get the first overall pick, but at the cost. I mean, at some point it crosses the I line. You're going to have nobody to play with right. the. With the I don't guy necessarily. I think that they. I don't think they intended to trade Laramie Tunsil, but the the, the <laughs> offer that they got for him was too Boy, good. That's some mistake. No, no, but that, they didn't go. They did. They've they've admitted they did, were not out there looking for a trade partner for Laramie Tunsil. The offer kept getting better and better, and then the, even Laramie Tunsil, I believe, walked into the GM's office, said, "What did you get for me?" And was like, well, "I probably would have made that trade myself." And then with with Minka, I don't. I just don't think Minka was good. I think it would have been a situation a little bit like we saw with Jalen Ramsey until yesterday, he where he it. just he he wanted out, and and they got the Steelers. And by the way, that looks like a decent trade if the Steelers carry on on the path that they they've been on for the last few weeks. Right. So I'm I don't, I'm not worried about any of those things. I think that they'll get value back again. I just again as a fan, I've been saying it since February or March when it first came to light what they were doing. I'm not engaging. I have. I have not watched. I still haven't seen the play that they lost on um, this week. I have not watched on purpose a second of Dolphins. <laughs> football if you, if you did want to go the conspiracy theorist route, that would. Uh, <laughs> well, and I would also <laughs> say you, when you, you see that play, it feels like run the play that has no chance. No of chance. Of. You would. Uh, you would probably have to fall all the way to three because they do have two additional ones. So if you're at two and another team's at one, and you're like, hey, we're gonna move up one spot. Here you go. Here's Here you the go. Texans pick, or here's the Steelers pick. Um, hey, you got. We and we now we got two in Christian Wilkins and nothing else. Weird moves. Look again. I, my, the biggest issue for me is they've still got the same guy that got them in this hole, right. making the picks for Which them. That's the crazy. that's the obstacle I I see. Okay, before we get into the red challenge flag picks, how are we doing on time? Are we about halfway through now? Can I say, like, if we were actual football players, I feel like the issue with my headset now, I would have left the game. I'd be in a blue tent. And just be, you know, I'd be as oh, did you get the Spanish? Okay? What did you get the Spanish? Too? I've had some Spanish. I've had yeah. some crackling. You got Spanish? Oh yeah, I had a, when you were discussing, I don't remember what it was, but for about a minute straight, I had a man speaking Spanish, and right now I just have the beehive. We're, so we're working on that. We've got the beehive. But I, I, I feel like this Eddie is. Eddie wants to wear it, but people Eddie, people it, aren't going to recognize this as one of the greatest shows we've ever done. But given the adversity we're going through we're right now, this is a, an incredible performance. Sick. The last I I'll was say about sick, it. and we're playing. Money's through this. gonna be sick. <laughs> spaghetti could be. vomit. Great. We're all any second here. I feel great. Speaking of spaghetti, spaghetti quickly. I wanted to touch on the Giants because you had a great quote that I wanted to make sure our pals Money and Handsome got to experience here. I assume they already heard it by listening back to Monday's DDFP. But on the off chance you didn't, 
Here's what Spaghetti said about Eli Manning's Hall of Fame candidacy and what would happen if Eli doesn't wind up with a gold jacket. By the way, though, I'm giving both of them votes. No, it's fine. But I think that like I I don't want to besmirch people's names who just got in the the Pro Football Hall of Fame class. But it's like when you look back and I, I agree, I think that Phil Rivers should be in it. When you look back. Rivers should be in it. Eli should be in it for what they have accomplished. When you look back at the whole NFL, this is the NFL 100 season, looking at all the great moments. Like, if you don't have Eli in for winning two Super Bowls in the fashion that he did, you're just doing a disservice to fans and league overall. Well, as far well, as that I mean, goes. You're going a little too far with that. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Do a disservice it to the fans and the league overall. Let's just <laughs> says the Giants. <laughs> Let me grab, Let's let me take grab. it easy on that. That's, I mean, I don't think I don't think there's fans that are going to be in, in Utah. Wait a like, second, oh, my goodness. I, I can't believe they so, didn't put Eli Manning so, in. <laughs> that is that is that is rich. You're doing a disservice to the league, to the fans, <laughs> to America, to the game. Um, that is that that's as good as it's been, Eddie. I gotta say. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think that conversation basically was about. It was focused on Phil Rivers mm-hmm. and Dave said something about. Uh, I don't know if it was if he won something or, like, if the, all things are considered equal between him. And, and I was just saying, like, how I think Rivers stat-wise should be in because he's that good. I think Eli, not as good as stats as Phil Rivers, but I think moments uh, or, like, you know, historic kind of plays or, or games in this league matters. And, you know, two Super Bowl MVPs and good enough stats, I think, should be in. And I was kind of comparing it to, like, more than Anderson or like guards or centers who got in the Hall of Fame. It's like who in their right of mind's like, oh, I need those guys in, but Eli shouldn't be in. To me, it doesn't add up. That's just my take. It was, uh, yeah, Spaghetti's point. I, I understood the spirit of it, but it was, why would you put a kicker in there and not Eli Manning? It's because the kicker is one of the three best in yeah. history at the position. And and I Eli guess you is. have to, but I, I get what he's saying. Like, if you go to Canton, are you like, hey, I got to go find that Morton Anderson bust. Where is it? Sure. Point me. You know, <laughs> the and, offensive and, and lineman and is the It's for line. him, That's... and it's, you know, whatever. They, they should be celebrated and enshrined, but at the same time. You know. Wait, were you about to make a case for offensive linemen not being in the Hall of Fame? No, well? I'm not making a case. I get why it's not terribly exciting. That's my point. That's all. It's the same thing as in whether it's a position in need or not, but at, in spring, if your first-round draft pick is a guard, it kind of, I listen, no Colts fan is now wringing their hands about Quentin Nelson, but it still feels vaguely unsatisfying. Like, yeah, I thought it would be exciting. You know, we, we, we want, yeah. uh, I'm not, well, obviously it's just Can not I read sexy, a string so. of, uh, Eddie, Eddie spaghetti tweets. I'd like that very much. Here we go. Here we go. This is, uh, 22 hours ago. He's very prior, upset about the Yankees. Prior right to now. first pitch of game three between the Yanks and the Astros in the Bronx. Welcome to hell, boys. Here we go. (laughs) I made that up. From the pregame, it sounds like the Yankees shouldn't even bother today with Garrett Cole pitching. Okay, so Jose Altuve is the person I hate most in sports. That's true. That is so accurate. He's a little fella. I cannot stand him. Again, first pitch is not even fired off yet. John Smoltz has clearly... Not gotten over those Yankees Braves series. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> You've turned in my old man, Spaghetti. Yeah. My old man could never watch a Steelers game or could never go five minutes into a game when Bob Trumpy was uh, calling the game. He clearly hates the Steelers because <laughs> he was on the Bengals. Why do they allow this? <laughs> yeah, you're right, Dad. Uh, here we go. Now the game is underway and it is not going the Yanks' way. All right? Tweeting during the game. <clears throat> Well, I guess changing the baseball for the playoffs has helped the Yankees, too. 
Sense a little sarcasm there? <laughs> Slow bleed out. This game is killing me. <laughs> and now, and now, here we go, the last one. Ready? Game over. Bats are dead. Bullpen being chewed up. <laughs> that was a... Uh, that was as bad as it gets. That oh, game. So good. Night. I will say that about Smallest though. Small. It's, it's made like news and oh, like on Reddit. I'm just saying people Where, are talking. Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's made but, Reddit news. But if you if you go on R slash MLB yeah. and you have people saying like, yeah, yeah he's. Cla- you know, you he's- know what else made Reddit Eddie? Storm in Area 51. That's what else made Reddit. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is I'm the only one with that opinion. People are talking about it. That Smoltz is a little biased, but that's- I admire Spaghetti showing up in Yank season here. He's got the Evan Ingram Giants. Look at his hat. On, Look at his hat. He's got the Caco special New York Ooh, Rangers so good. hat on. I love it, Spaghetti. I'm I leaning like in. I'm leaning into it. I gotta I gotta dress for the occasion. So. I admire the loyalty. All right, let's get into it uh, now. The Red Challenge flag picks for Week Seven. Red Challenge Flat Picks! I didn't hear the whole gang singing back there, but that's all right. We'll move along for time's sake. And we'll start it off here. We talked about Hey, Dave, about can I ask way- you a question? You may. First of all, you know how we do these every week? There's no accountability at all. No. Like, we, what do you I mean? could. Well, I mean, apart from the nice guy, Andrew Raby, who does a great job of keeping track, we sit, hit, sit we down every flash week. We should it on the screen. We need, to, we need some accountability for how each of us are doing. I love it. Because if I were people watching this, I would not listen to a couple of you guys. I mean, Why? You think you're how doing well? How about are all you three? doing better than I'm you're doing, doing a lot better. Than, oh, really? wait a second. But I, doing, as I always say every football season, I am Neo standing on top of the skyscraper, not. Uh, not able to fly a helicopter until I wire back to wherever and say, I need to learn how to fly a, a helicopter. Then, like, the first six weeks or so of the season, boop, 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 uploaded, <laughs> now ready to go. That's now I know how to like fly a helicopter. Upload. This is the week it starts. Week right. seven, so the picks can we, are gold. Right, in that case, can we start accountability yes. from next week with a pick total for the previous week and overall? So be it. Yeah? I love it. Could you ask one of the 19 people sitting back there to, to, to make that happen? <laughs> I think you've just asked them yourself. Oh, yeah. Handsome. I guess I did. You got juice. All right. Let's start it off with this one. I think it was a rhetorical question. I really, love it. And if you want to start it, like. It was, it was an insult. If you want to start doing non-monetary <laughs> wagers, we can do that. Like, want to bet everybody bet their shoes this week? What? Not these shoes. Not these shoes. Do you like your sweet vans there, Money? I yeah. like them. I like Money's vans, actually. I take them. Absolutely. What I'm size not, are I'm you, not as keen on handsomes. Uh, these that are in between buck shoe slash sneaker thing, that caught on about eight, ten years ago <laughs> in our society. I'm not, I'm not that hip on it. Okay. You know? Like I either, don't like either either wear shoes either, Dave. Wear Screw sneakers, you. Wear sneakers or wear, or wear uh you know, well, wait, what, what are you wearing? What are you doing? You're in what between. What are you doing? I'm wearing Dave, sneakers. No, you're not. Sneakers Those I are not sneakers. As much as, as much as I may not like the trend of the sneaker buck shoe, I got to say, the uh, the cowboy shirt with the snaps from 30 years ago. <laughs> what are you talking also, about? Also not a trend that I was a That's big my look. Of. That's my look, friend. <laughs> look, uh, congratulations. Big laughs from the game. <laughs> big laughs. You started it. You started go, it. I didn't go at you, Johnny Golf no, Shirt. No, you didn't. But I just got excited when you <laughs> went at you somebody. Well. What did you just call hope you Johnny Golf Shirt? Hope now, he, we, hope wait, he wait, hits him well out on the links Can today. I actually <laughs> ask a favor? And this is, I'm being serious now. Can you not throw the challenge flag? Just with your sickness and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer you just, like, wave it in the air and go, I'm throwing the flag. <laughs> I'm throwing the flag. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe Ooh. I'll blow. I'll blow my nose into it and then, yeah, then uh, throw toss it, it away. Great. All right, let's start it off here. We talked about these two teams as uh, teams that a lot of people Presented thought could go as far <laughs> as a Super Bowl this year. It's the Rams and it's the Falcons in Atlanta. And the Falcons are one in five. I knew it would be grim to start Oof. the season. I I foretold that the Falcons would start out poorly, but then rally in the second half of the season because of the way their schedule set up. I did not see him being one in five, though. Matt Money Smith, Rams, Falcons, choose. Who are you choosing? I'll just pick the same so you don't do <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go with. I'll take the Rams. Oh, you are? Yeah. Uh, throw it at your uh, fancy you. shoes. Oh, you're taking there. the Falcons. I'm going with there the Falcons. Go. I have a hunch that they write this ship. The season is probably over for the Falcons, but they can get back on track ish if they get to two and five. With, as I keep pointing out, their second half schedule is loaded up with NFC South um, games. And so. Were they to catch fire and win the vast majority of those, they could steal the division. That's looking less and less likely with Drew Brees' return imminent and the Saints flying high. But still, that could happen, and I don't think that uh, Jalen Ramsey fixes what ails uh, Los Angeles more. Like you say, the the pass defense is one thing. The offensive line is another. It's in tatters. They haven't been able to rush the passer to the Falcons, but maybe this is a game to get right. Um, I'm gonna take I'm going to take the home team on a hunch here. I would, um, I would say if you can't get right as a pass rush against the Cardinals' offensive line, and a rookie throws for three fifty, and three touchdowns against you, ain't gonna happen against the Rams. Hmm. That would be my only concern. If it last week was their get right game, if they were gonna get back into it, because the Cards' O line is probably the worst. At least it's in the conversation as the worst in football. And Kyler Murray was able to do pretty much whatever he wanted. So I, it's kind of how I felt about him last week and having not seen it. I mean, there were guys wide open all over that yeah. field. Yeah, but Kyler Murray is That's different than Jared Goff. Certainly. Jared he can Goff extend plays and move your right. He's not going to be able to do anything about that. And I know that there are plenty of excuses. I've talked with no, Maurice. No, that's, a, that's, a, that's fair. We talked to Maurice Jones-Drew about it, or I talked to him uh, on Monday a little bit just about what ails these Rams and whether or not they can jump back in. This is pre-Jalen Ramsey, pre-devastating illness in my home. But from what I can remember, <laughs> from the conversation, the the he said, it's not Jared Goff. I said, you don't think Les Snead is quietly having some regret? You don't think he's saying, maybe we jumped the gun. We could have waited on that Goff contract till the end of this year. And Marie swears up and down that that is not the case. But, I mean, 100% they, they, I mean, just all of the stuff they've got. To, they have Goff obviously signed. They've got Gurley on that contract, which also looks regrettable now. You've got to sign. You've got Aaron Donald signed. You've got to sign Ramsey to a long-term contract. I don't know how you build the rest of the depth, especially on the offensive line. Yeah, it's a major. With the, all the of those commitments is, you have. The difference seems to be that everybody thinks Bill O'Brien, the Texans, gave away the future for, for the now. Well, they're in line to win a division. We'll get to that game in just a second here. But they're shaping up to be a contender for that division. The Rams giving up the future. Now, two first-round picks to get Jalen Ramsey is fine. But Jalen Ramsey could walk after this year. So then they'd really – I mean, if they if they don't make that one go, they don't keep Ramsey long-term, they've really – Which they will. I mean, it was the same. And, and I get I'll, it. I'll give them credit for that. They did it with Brandon Cooks. You know, um, oh, well, now you got to pay him. And they did. You know, and, and that's – Seems well, to be their MO. Well, they're gonna look, have to it's thirty-six for Jared, it's twenty-five for Donald. I think it's uh seventeen for Gurley, sixteen 
for Cooks. And I would say Ramsey is probably going to come in right around that 21, 22 mm -hmm. with the signing bonus. Cause you got Landon, the safety who got 84 from the Redskins and you got Xavier who got 75. He's going to probably want more than Collins got to be the number one paid defensive back in the league. And that would lead me to believe that you're looking at five players. And, and I think you hit it on the head when it's, you don't have first round draft picks and you desperately need to fix that offensive well, line. Well, but the other, but the part that I was getting to about that was that everybody condemned Bill O'Brien because they don't like Bill O'Brien right. as a head coach. Which I'd rather may have or the may not tackle. be fair. But the other, well, the other thing is about paying Jalen Ramsey. They do need to go out and get a left tackle, whether it's in the draft right. or otherwise. But now they're hamstrung about the quality that they can draft at that position. It's unlikely you're going to land them in the second or third round. Um, so you're going to have to spend for him, but you're already going to be You've spending on spent. Ramsey. Plus you're into Gurley. Even if you outright release him, you're still, he's still on the books and he's going to cost you something in 2020 plus golf, plus everybody else. And then it begs the question, and I don't want to jump the gun on this one. You know, it's a little unfair to Sean McVay, but did everybody jump the gun on the Sean McVay? Uh, uh, no, uh, no. No, Zach Taylor. I mean, I, I think well, I that think, I'm not talking. I'm talking I'm about, about McVay. I think everybody in the league, unless you have Bill Belichick or I don't know who else, I think you would take McVay. I, I think certainly you saw those passes when you were talking about the Rams. Everett's open. Woods is open. Um, middle of the field. I think it was uh, Reynolds was open. Goff's just missing because Goff, of no line. But I mean, Goff is his direct choice. He yeah, he but, controls but him like a he robot. was already here. He's not Russell Wilson. He's he is he is a as much a robot as a QB can be, which is to say, Sean McVay is in his ear until the 15 second mark of every play. I, He's see, telling I, him exactly I, what I to do, and the kid just is not executing. I don't know if you could put that on McVay though, like because he was already here. Golf right. was already here, and I think if McVay goes into sneak, could have just says, said like, I think we should wait but on then, this. But and how see do you do that? If you're building, if you're building a Super Bowl winning, how are you going to do that when you're picking? 25 and back. I think like you're not going to find someone. That's I'll round it up that. here with this. I feel like 2020 for all the movement that we see, we see in season trades. We see uh, trades just before the season gets going. Now, a lot of free agent movement. I think 2020 could be the all time uh, off season for QB movement. Consider Cam Newton could move. Derek Carr could move. Jameis Winston. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger will move at but this point, but it's conceivable Phillip that Rivers he might move. move on. Dak Eli Prescott Manning. Is, Dak isn't, set, uh, isn't uh, settled yet. There are a lot of Eli things. Manning can't move. <laughs> not, <laughs> literally. Not literally. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. He can move teams. He, he can, can move his teams. right arm periodically, yeah. not terribly effectively. Yeah. but I don't appreciate that. <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer, and it would be an injustice <laughs> to society as we know it. Um <laughs> Spaghetti, you have any uh, uh, weigh in on this one? Rams, Falks? My pick would just be the Rams. It's a good get right mentally game for golf versus a soft Falcons defense. Maybe it's Daryl Henderson's big, big breakout game, but the fumble is what scuttled Oops. their chances against the Niners, although that was a weird pitch play, too. Next up, Vikings and Lions. Lions looking good. They'd be looking even better, like I say, in first place, were it not for some crummy officiating there. Vikings look like they're getting right, or Kirk Cousins specifically has gotten right in the last couple of weeks. Vikings, I mean, the Lions defense, though. Looking a lot better than it had in uh, previous seasons. Vikes, Lions, Handsome Hank, choose. This is a tough one. I'm going to go with the Lions. Ooh, fun. Mm, I'll throw it. Okay. Whatever yeah. happened to the old... I'll throw it. You're going to take the Vikes? I am, yeah. 
I shouldn't, but I'm gonna because whatever. Because you're a good sport. Exactly. I'll I'll take. I I think it's that close. I mean, I'm I'm totally comfortable taking them. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll I'll take the. I'll stay with handsome here. I'll I'll take the lions here. Um, money, uh, money. Go ahead and explain. Just uh, you know, you have a full complement of offensive weapons. Um, you can just lean on Dalvin Cook. You saw what Jamal Williams was able to do uh, against the Lions' defense. Open things up for for Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying I'm not trying to discount what Aaron Rodgers is capable of doing at that position. But you know, it was a balanced offensive attack when when Williams came in, and that's when you saw them start to move the ball effectively down the field. So I think because you have the passing options that you have, you have, a, a, you know, arguably one of the three best backs in the league right now, you can stay balanced and not have to worry too much about Darius Slade taking away either Thielen or, or uh, Stephon Diggs and still put some points up. And also, you know, I like their defense. You know, I love that Vikings defense at all three levels. The other thing is, um, well, Kirk Cousins has, has looked better here. He's another QB who could move. And, you know, right. Nick Foles would be kind of the ideal fit for um, for Minnesota. If now, let's stop trying to force Nick Foles into situations. Well, I don't think he's going to be <laughs> hanging around Duval once. County yeah. with the Minshew mania going on That's down fine. There. But, I mean, he's he's not better than Kirk Cousins, is he? Do Spe- we really think that? Comparable. I mean, he's won a Super Bowl. He's played huge in big games, something Cousins has struggled with. Yeah, it's unfortunately, it's the, at it's first the 16 blush, little games exactly. that lead up to the The big way games. you say that, Handsome, it's like, well, yeah, you're right. He's not. But, yeah, I guess he. I, I, I guess know, but, Nick, I mean, you look Nick at yeah, in, that, than, in that situation, if you have Kirk Cousins, again, if you've got him there, don't you want an upgrade rather than someone who's just about as good right. as? I think that's the problem is where's your upgrade? It's yes. so hard to find that upgrade right so in that case know. why not just why not just continue is it james is it mariota is it you know when you, James, that's what i mean so you probably settle in on yeah well we'll just take kirk with all of his flaws yeah. well again we're gonna get to the hope. eagles and cowboys yeah. but you want to talk about another qb is dak prescott who three weeks in everybody was over the moon for sure. now once again people are talking about dak as being a liability on that team i don't buy that i'm still on the DAC train, and I still think the Cowboys are a good team, but uh, we shall see. But hey, uh, uh, spaghetti there. I'm, I'm with money. I'm going to the Vikings. They're, yeah, they're... I, c- I could go that yeah. way too. I don't know why I said Lions, but okay. Well, can I just on the Lions, talking about quarterbacks, Matt Stafford's season, and he, I mean, he's been playing better than I think he's played for three or four years, seems to have gone completely under the radar, or maybe I just haven't been hearing about it. But, you know, Stafford. Um, was a guy that we all had high hopes for when he came into the league. He's, ha- he's had moments. This is the first time where he's just shown that he can be consistently good without like, I agree. The, the sort of the massive plays. Then, you know, but his mechanics always just annoyed me. He was consistently throwing off his back foot or getting himself into weird situations and then throwing a pick. This year, he just looks like a quarterback who's doing things the way that the it comp, should be done. The comp for him has always been for me is Jay Cutler, that he's going to go down as uh, uber he's talented. He's looking a lot less never, Jay Cutlery. I think now you can say Matt Stafford's career is superior to Jay Cutler's. Maybe that's damning with faint praise, but I think that uh, Stafford at this he's point. He's that tricky one, you know. He's in a, and I. I think it's just it's lazy probably for me to do it, but it's, you know, the giant arm of Jeff George. And when it was right, man, you watch him throw that ball around. Like, okay, I get it. Now I can see why. And they the do both pick. have that very casual yeah, side arm. Flick kind it of and it's gone. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, arm talent, it, it, it can do things for you. Okay, two diametrically opposed teams based on Andrew Luck's retirement, and we said coming into this season that the curveball in the defense-dominant AFC conference could be the Texans with the high-octane offense like the Chiefs. Those are the two teams that splash offensively versus defensively. Going into Indianapolis, coming off the bye, you'll recall both the last two victories for these two teams in Arrowhead um, something that nobody thought would happen maybe even once in the regular season. Now we've seen it two weeks in a row here. Texans at Colts, Matt Money-Smith, choose. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Why don't you ever have to choose? I can choose this one. I nah, chose I the first one. I don't want to throw this way. No, touch we can throw these. And... It might help him. Oh, the disinfectant rags? Yeah, yeah let's do that the rest of the way. I didn't put two and two you together. Choose. Throwing disinfectant rags. Okay. okay. Go ahead. You want me to choose yeah, this you one? Yeah, you choose. One. I'm going to go... With the Indianapolis Colts in this oh. one, even though I like the Texans so much. You I know think, what? Uh, I want the Colts, but I want to throw the rag at them. Throw them. <laughs> also, I mean, he just needs it anyway. I wasn't necessarily exactly. throwing it because I disagree with him. Yeah. I was just throwing it so he could disinfect himself. Out of need, out of yeah. human necessity. I appreciate that, handsome. Um, so I got the Colts, and you guys are both taking the Texans. Spaghetti, how say you? I'm going Texas on the road. Really? Yeah. Three guys taking the Texans. I wanted to take the Colts, but you took them. I wanted to throw the, the disinfectant away. I mean, you know, talk about prisoner of the moment and all that, but, I mean, you know, I, it's two weeks removed. They've had their feet up resting since that uh, gangbusters performance in Arrowhead. But I, I just don't know. Now that they already knew it in theory and in some, and in some uh, experience, but now make us stop. Uh, hey, defense, whoever we're playing. Stop us from running uh, uh, over the right side of our line. What are you going to do to stop us from doing that? That is, that is the basis of everything that we're going to do from now on. Is until you stop us from doing that, I don't think that it's not an indictment of the Texans. I don't know any team in the NFL that's going to be able to stand up to that. I, I think the reason you take the Texans is Deshaun Watson, and you believing that that a quarterback playing at an MVP level who legitimate can make a legitimate case to be the MVP of the league. Um, can overcome any obstacle. And I think with uh, – what did they give the ball to Carlos Hyde? I mean, it was crazy last it was 30, week. It was like 30, 30 times. 30, 32. So you can also play that same sort of smash. I mean, look, Laramie Tunsil has changed everything. He is worth those two number ones. He'll be worth the however $100 million that he gets um, because it's also allowed, you know, Sharping and Howard to get in on that line. And you have this like youth movement now that's playing so much better. And that's really, it felt like all that team needed for that offense to get right. Um, I'm still concerned about the secondary. Uh, their linebackers are just okay. Um, which is a little disconcerting if Marlon Mack starts breaking through that first level where he could end up having, you know, a day similar to the one he had against the, the Chargers where he piles up 200 rushing yards. And I think that's kind of where you're coming from. Just keep running it right. And then next thing you know, you're starting to run some play action and Ebron gets involved and, and the Colts can take the air out of the football, you know, and win a game 19 to 13. And I wouldn't be all that surprised by that, but it just, I don't know. It feels like we're in that Deshaun Watson took that step moment and he's just going to continue until he proves that he's not I kind of agree and I'm not buying into all the skepticism about Bill O'Brien the head coach but if you do buy 
that uh, the coaches have outsized influence in 2019 versus preceding years than Frank Reich versus Bill O'Brien favors Indianapolis. And so I'll uh, I'll roll with yeah. the Colts there. Saints at Bears, an old and whatever I for whatever reason when I see that one on the page, it always makes me think of the Reggie Bush loss up mm. in uh, Chicago against Rex Grossman. Um, this time it's going to be Teddy B against Mitch Trubisky or I think he's back. They said he's got some sort of shoulder harness thing on and he's likely to play. Good news. I guess for the uh, Saints. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uninspired in either direction and that's another team that might have a new QB for 2020. The Chicago Bears of things. I think they have to, to stick with Mitch for another year. Do you? Yeah. How do they miss oh, the playoffs? Yeah. Definitely. I think they, they definitely do. You, I mean, if Ryan Pace is still the GM, I mean, you passed. Not only did you pass on Mahomes and Watson, but you traded up to get the guy. Maybe you Dwayne actually Haskins. gave up draft equity. Oof. What about Dwayne Haskins? Nah, they nope. ain't doing that yet. All right. Saints, Bears, handsome Hank, choose. I'm going to take the Saints on the road. I... I'm going to agree. Saints. Money Come on, Eddie. Calls. Eddie threw it. Throw it my way. Money calls. You throwing that one, money? Uh, spaghetti. Eddie threw it, yeah. I'm taking the Bears at home. I, I still don't buy into Teddy B. Bears just had a buy, and if he's, if Teddy B is going to falter in one game before Breeze comes back, it's going to be against the Bears' defense. Simple as that. Well, as far as that goes, Money said last week, and I did. I was listening to you speak there, Money, as usual. I was tuned mm -hmm. into your words. And uh, you didn't say that the Saints have a great defense or one of the better defenses. You said they have the best defense in the NFL. I think so. And if that's the case, you would think that they could go in and handle Mitch Trubisky and company, that's even coming off You'd the bye. So. The Raiders did it. Raiders did it with a pretty average defense. And, well, they did it against Chase Daniel. But remember, the Bears are hurt, too. I mean, they, they just lost Hicks, right, for the year. So mm -hmm. now you've lost a major part Kyle of the Long, interior of that line. Now you got an interior offensive line out. You know, Khalil Mack certainly can wreck a game. I mean, there's no question about it. He can. And he can, you know, create turnovers. And, and I totally get that idea. Like, you know, Eddie was just saying that this, you know, Teddy B against that Bears defense. And, and that's where you think about that Jacksonville game, right, and how tight it was. And, and it's in Chicago, not indoors. But at the same time, I just have zero faith in in Mitch Trubisky against that defense. And I think that's that's where you get the Saints. I hear you. I'm going to go with the Bears in this one because I think that uh, Alvin Kamara, high ankle sprain. You don't I mean, that's the offense. The offense remains predicated on 41 as great as Michael Thomas is. I think that if Kamara is a no go and our best guess is here is it sounds like he probably won't run out there, then I'll take the home team in that one. Ravens at Seahawks. Fascinating one here. Marcus Peters now the Ravens. I think he helps that team, but he's not a, a fix necessarily for what ails them. They're not as rugged up front as they have been in preceding seasons. That's what I think is going to ultimately take down this Ravens team, although they're in tra on track now to win the division. I think the Browns can still get them, though, as, as dire as things seem. Yeah, their Cleveland. schedule is so easy on the back end. Seahawks uh, at home, though, handling Lamar Jackson, Matt Money-Smith, choose. Uh, I choose the Seahawks comfortably. Comfortably, comfortably. Eh? I think I'll this is. You. I think this is going to be one of. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I'm definitely choosing the Seahawks. I don't know about Spaghetti. the comfortably, but um, it'll be. Oh, so let you finish, handsome. Uh, totally Seahawks MVP Russell Wilson, and why pick against him on, at home either? Right. It's it's easy. The kryptonite for Lamar Jackson's offense is good defenses, which sounds dumb, but legitimately, <laughs> it is not. There are there's few uh, there are few indications that if you're a talented defense, that Lamar Jackson's going to take you down. 
Um, I don't know where you come down on the Seahawks defense, though, at this point, but at home against another mediocre defense in uh, in Baltimore, I think that Russell Wilson in his MVP quest gets over on this one and they get the six and one, therefore, thereby further um, decreasing the Rams chances of uh, getting to the postseason. Let's round that out here. Eagles at Cowboys. Always weird when these two teams play Philly. At Dallas, handsome choose. <sighs> I want to say Cowboys. I'm going to say Cowboys. Oh, I'll throw explain it. you. I'm going to go with the home team here. Oh, I, I don't know. This is at me too. The, the sky is going to be falling in one one of our great sports towns uh, come for Sunday sure. night. Yeah, just, it lines for me. Do, do I start? You go. Mike. Okay, you so go. I just think it, it lines up with injuries poorly for the Cowboys you know offensive line issues defensive line strength for the Eagles um downfield passing is their weakness Amari Cooper's banged up and I don't know if Gallup is really that guy and with an offensive line issue I don't know if Dak can you know is is comfortable you saw it in that Jets game I mean the guy just got tattooed the whole game and the Eagles defensive front is is better um and again what do we watch you know for those of you that are watching we're checking out like a 90 whatever three yard pass from darnold to robbie anderson i i think wentz can probably find a couple of those now granted he's banged up in his receiving core uh, as well but to me it's just it lines up poorly for the cowboys based on what the strengths are offensive line defensive line of the eagles uh in this particular game let's round this up here uh, it's nice of handsome to stick his neck out and uh, and say nice things in a world of so much cynicism and negativity. Handsome says nice things about Matt Stafford, but there has been very little discussion about Carson Wentz this year. In fact, I was watching uh, inside the NFL in my haze late last night, mm. um, and they listed off all the cute. Here's why the NFL is in good shape, even when Drew Brees and Tom Brady and uh, the ought four QB class all moves off into the sunset. Because look at all these good young QBs. They listed 10 QBs. Carson Wentz wasn't even on really? the list. Hmm. That's weird. For that. No, that's, that's not uh, an oversight. Some sci- it was clearly an yeah. oversight. Well, it's not, yeah, it's not science. But still, Carson Wentz has kind of slipped through the cracks. And if the Eagles lose this game and fall to three and four and Eddie Spaghetti making his noise about the Giants and he legitimately Spaghetti, you think that uh, your team still has a chance? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously with both teams losing last week uh, and then the Saquon's Giants back. Giants to Saquon's back. Giants get the Cardinals. Who, the defense is not great. And I think Jones playing with Saquon Jones playing with Evan Ingram who looks like he's going to play as well. Sterling Shepard practiced today, although I'm not sure if he's going to play. But that's still a good sign. What I'm saying uh, is it's all lining up. They could get it's three. all lining up I for mean, Big Blue. One of these teams that that are playing, uh, that's playing what is it, the Sunday night game, will have four wins. Giants said, you know, if they win this game, have three wins, so they are, you know, one game away. But uh, ultimately, do I think they're going to be a playoff team? No, but they'll be in it for a couple more weeks. I think it's going to be bad for whoever loses this game down yeah. in Big And you if Dallas loses it with Philly. I mean, the Philly thing is starting to get to be this team should not be three and three at this point. Just uh, I don't care what proceed, what got them to three and three. This is a loaded. I'm in a drop pass in the end zone. If they're four and two, we're fine. I mean, the the Vikings, the Vikings lined up perfectly with their weakness. You know, the deep passing game with both Thielen and Diggs just streaking down the field wide open on multiple plays. And that's that's the difference in the game. You know, the Cowboys just don't have that. 
Yeah, and one of these teams again is going to be three and four, right? And you know, freaking out. Yeah, just up it's again, be great. right up against uh, the halfway point in the NFL season. All right, fellas, gangbusters job here. I appreciate you bearing with me um, as we uh, as we. Don't I hope appreciate nobody... you coming in. I did. I'm not contagious, and if you get sick, then I don't know what. But not I'll pay for contagious. the chicken soup. I don't think I am. Stewie's. Handsome Hank, Matt Money Smith, Eddie Spaghetti, the whole gang back there. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back with our twice weekly audio podcasts plus this video show. Check it all out. NFL.com slash DDFP. And until next time, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.